What's going on everybody? Welcome to another graveyard review and in this review I'm going to be talking about GTA 5. Now originally this game released in 2013. The one I'm talking about is the 2014 version that released on at the time next-gen systems of the PS4 and the Xbox One. Now the crazy thing about this game is like I said PS3 way back in 2013. This version 2014, five years ago, in the last six months, this game still sold 5 million copies. Just let that sink in about the impact of this game. Now this game is actually set in a reimagined from the PS2 era version of San Andreas. We're going to meet Franklin right off the bat. He's a kind of a two-bit criminal, just trying to do something, make something out of his life. And along the way, he's going to meet Michael, who is a criminal who sold out back in the day, made a deal with this game's version of the FBI called the F. I.B. and faked his death during a heist, but now he's just bored. Just living this sedimentary life of just sitting around has just got him bored. And then you have Trevor, Michael's former best friend who is just nuts. The dude is just nuts. What's going to happen is Franklin and Michael meet up, things happen, they pull off a heist, which is actually, to me, one of the highlights of the game, that first heist. However, that's going to attract the attention of... FIB. It also puts Michael back into Trevor's life, who again Trevor thought Michael was dead. So you got this really interesting story forming of the things that Michael is keeping from Trevor. Well, Franklin's in the middle of it, but they all have this bond, and I really enjoyed what they did here. And from then, you're going to be pulling off several heists. Some are huge, and they're going to get you some huge rewards, and those are really cool. I really love the ways those are done because those involve getting vehicles, getting different things you have to set up, getting a crew together, which your crew you can actually meet throughout town and not just the typical people that the game just automatically throws at you. And then there's also going to be some smaller heists that, that don't actually pay out anything. There's not a lot of planning, but they're a lot of fun. My favorite one of those is actually one where Michael has to go into an underwater lab to secure some kind of toxin for the FIB. Meanwhile, Trevor and Franklin are trying to make sure the getaway is good. I enjoyed that. So you have these big ones, you have these little ones. Either way, they're a lot of fun. The story is well done. Each character also gets their time to shine. You know, as you're switching between these three characters, you might think one is going to kind of get left to the left to the side. You don't deal with them, but you get a fair amount of time with each one of them. Each character is well written. I enjoyed each character to the point that I enjoyed playing with each character. It wasn't one that I found myself only playing with Michael or Franklin or Trevor. I spread out my time playing with each of them pretty evenly. And it helps that the game also gives you certain Stranger and Freaks missions for each character and certain side things that each character handles. I think that made you want to play as each character. You got to know them more outside of the main story. And I think that works out very well. And I got to say, they walked the line in this with Rockstar saying, we want to bring back a lot of the fun in Grand Theft Auto, but we don't want it to get too wacky, too silly. Because if you go back to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, that was another game that they threw so much fun at you, a ton of stuff, and it kind of walked that line as well, but it was a tipping point. Too far over, it could have been into just a comedy series, and I know they didn't want that. So with GTA 4, I felt they tried to pull the reins back a little bit, and people were just like, where's the fun? Where's the fun? This game, you get the fun, but you don't get it wacky, and I enjoyed what they did there. Another thing I want to point out, and I've had this theory since I started playing it back on the PS3 version, 
I feel like this was the game when they wrote it, they reimagined the Grand Theft Auto universe as well. Because Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas are all considered the PS2 era gaming in their mind, in, in Rockstar's words. So those characters don't exist in GTA 4 and San Andreas' world. I think this game kind of gave you a callback to each of those characters. And what I mean by that is, to me, Franklin has always been the new CJ. He's the guy from the hood. He's the guy trying to make something of himself. And he's not afraid to get his hands dirty, but he's also not a crazy, whacked-out guy, which is exactly what I felt CJ was. To me, Michael is Vice City's Tommy Versetti. He used to be somebody. He was a powerful criminal guy, and he went away for a while. But now he's coming back into the game, and I enjoyed that. And then, for Trevor, is Claude the silent protagonist from GTA 3. And you might say, yeah, but Claude wasn't crazy. He didn't do anything wild. He didn't even talk. But here's what I say. How did you play as Claude when you started playing Grand Theft Auto 3? Because I know 18-year-old me was blowing stuff up, climbing to the top of parking garages and launching missiles at the parked cars down below and just having a blast with that game. And guess what? I feel like when I play this game as Trevor, that's the kind of wacky crap I do. So it just all fits to me. Gameplay, it's classic, but it's also updated GTA. Missions are kind of a mix between driving and shooting, and they feel really good in this game. Driving is very tight, especially with Franklin, who has a special ability to drive better. You know, you stick to the road. So if you're starting to spin out, you click the analog sticks down, and now you're stuck to the ground. Because that comes out very helpful, because you can mod your vehicle. And trust me, when you really get that thing as high up as you can, it's nothing to be getting 160, 180 miles an hour. And man, you can do some crazy spin-outs if you're not Franklin. Trevor has kind of a rampage type mode where you click it down, the screen starts shaking. But what that does is every time you kill somebody, it builds up your health. So that way, if you're taking a ton of damage, but you're also dealing it, you're not really dying too much. It's a pretty cool little trade-off there. And then you have Michael who has the classic bullet time, slow down, take enemies out power. And the gameplay, you know what, overall it just feels tight. The movement in this game and the weight is kind of based off the weight system that Rockstar introduced in GTA 4 with the Euphoria system. Uh, it's here, it's a lot smoother than in 4. However, it's still not as smooth as something you get in Red Dead Redemption 2, for example. There are a ton, a ton of weapon options, especially now, uh, five years later, and they've updated more and more. However, I will say that on your little dial, while the basic weapons are all different, you know, your semi, you know, your semi-automatic weapons versus like your shotguns versus your assault rifles, they're all different. However, once you go into those categories and look at the different weapons of that, for example, your shotgun versus your combat shotgun versus your sawed-off shotgun, there's not a ton of difference there. They are different, but, you know, if you got a M4, you don't really need to worry about, oh, I need to go get an M16, because they're going to feel very similar. There's also a huge amount of activities in this game, from parachuting to strangers and freaks to just the typical fun stuff you would do in a GTA game. I mean, it really feels like Rockstar said, you know what, we want to give gamers a sandbox and let them have their fun, tell their own stories, and that's exactly what they did here. If you're playing this game and you can't find something fun to do, you're either just not into this game or you're not trying hard enough because there's always something fun to be had here, including a lot of fun Easter eggs from finding letters throughout the world that tell the story of a 
woman that was murdered that you can actually find her ghost in this game or an even harder one to find is a serial killer that you have to find random graffiti on the wall that are leads to where all of the dead bodies are if you can track that down now the graphics i won't get too deep in this i'll say they're very nice they're a nice setup from what was on ps3 but they're also never blowing you away they were just really nice graphics there is a first person shooter viewpoint in this game I personally didn't love it. It was one thing I was looking forward to trying out, but ultimately I found myself not really playing with it a whole lot. Now, for me, I love customizing characters. That's one of my favorite things to do in games. This game has it uh, from hair, beard, clothes. There's a few restrictions. For one, Franklin by far has the most amount of hair options. Michael and Trevor, depending on what barbershop you go to, have three or four. Not bad, but I would have liked to seen a few more options there. Beard, each of them have about three or four. Uh, again, not bad, but also not what we would see later with Red Dead Redemption 2. And then you have the amount of clothes. In my word, there is a ton of clothing options in this game for your characters. You could buy a ton of clothes. The only issue I have with that is some clothes, for example, like Michael, if you put him in shorts, he's almost automatically always going to wear flip-flops and you can't change that. Somebody like myself who gets a little OCD about that, I would have liked that full option to customize it. And that blends into something else I think is a very big positive and kind of a drawback at the same time, and that's character switching. Now in this game, at almost any time, minus some story times, you can actually switch between the characters whenever you want to. Now, what is cool is when you switch to them, they're just out in the city doing something, living their life. And that's really cool to see, like, oh man, they're, they're doing their thing. I like that. This is a living, breathing world. The problem is, I would have enjoyed it to occasionally stay in their safe houses a little bit more. You know, I would have, it's cool every once in a while to switch out there and they're doing something. But every once in a while, you want to be in their safe house. The reason I say that, you may switch them in there and Trevor might be wearing a dress. Or he might be in his underwear. Or Michael might be somewhere not even close to the next mission that takes place at his safe house. And Franklin may be wearing something completely ridiculous. And I say that because it just takes that power out of the game. So then if you, for example, want them to wear something, you got to drive all the way to the safe house. Or if you're trying to get to a mission but you switch over to Trevor and Trevor's on top of Mount Chiliad and his next mission is the very south of the map, that's going to be a pain in the butt. So again, it's not a bad thing, it's a cool trade-off, but I would have just preferred a little bit more of a rotation where they're actually in their safe house. Online, like I said, I haven't had too much experience with it in the last several years, but there's Heist, there's a Doomsday scenario, which I understand both are awesome. So there's that. If you haven't got a chance to try that out, I definitely think you'd probably enjoy that as well. For me, you know, when you look at the gameplay, you look at the story, you look at the characters, you look at the state itself. Grand Theft Auto 4 was about Liberty City being a character in itself. This is a state in itself, and it's done through the typical parodies they do, the commercials on the radio, different things like that. I mean, it's just well done. And then, again, the radio itself, great music, great hilarious talk shows, and there's cool things like news reports when you do something. Or one really cool thing is if you're in the city and you drive out into the country, you'll lose a signal. And your radio station will switch and you'll have to find different stations. I really enjoy that about it. So for me, this game is still a solid 9.5. If you're somebody that never played it back then and is kind of curious about it, go check this game out. It's a lot of fun. 
if you're somebody like myself that loved it back on the PS3 era and you're thinking, hmm, I wonder if I'd still enjoy it, yes, you will still enjoy it. So, that's what I got for you today. As always, you can find me at The Graveyard Gamer on Instagram, The GY Gamer on Twitter, or TheGraveyardGamer at gmail.com. So until next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs>